Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. Episode 13 of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. I'm Sam Tiger, and I'm joined with my co-host, Higgins Success. We're back again this week. We were with we were here last week too, so we're doing much better than we were, but we're back and we're gonna keep it, we're gonna bring a little different kind of style to the table this week. It's a little more free. Uh, we're going into free agency, so we're gonna freestyle this episode. Um, and talk about some things that are kind of uh, current topics, some things we've seen on Twitter, um, some things going on in the agent world, like we said we would. So that's what you're looking at this week. And uh, I think it's going to be good because it always is when uh, we both get to openly talk about things. But first and foremost, Higgins, how was your weekend? Hey, how you doing, Sam? Good. Um I had a, I had a pretty laid back weekend. Really, very just home relaxing. You know, nothing too crazy. I didn't go anywhere. Um, didn't go out of town or anything. So, pretty Did much. Did you run fun. the forty? Do we know where you're at right now? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not running yet. I, I okay. still have about fifteen pounds to lose. So. Once I get down so there, if the go. combine, oh, here, I'm good. I'm going to throw this at you. <laughs> so if the combine were today, I'm would you be that player that stands there and says, I'm not running the 40? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so go, we, I'll, I never want to hear bench. it again. I'll, I'll do the benching, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll bench press, but then I'll definitely save the 40 for my pro day later on. Okay. Okay. How about you? How, how was your weekend? It was nice. It was nice. Um, we, we kept it, kept it simple in all honesty. So anyways, we're going to freestyle this episode and we were bouncing ideas back and forth today over text. And we, we've got some, some topics that we're going to kind of roll off of, but I want to lead into the first one with something on Twitter that I retweeted that we see a lot of, and it impacts us as agents as well as players and, and fans and anyone that's interested in the NFL draft and the entire process, but, but more so the draft. I mean, the draft is a hot thing. Everyone's thinking about, oh, the draft, the draft, the draft. Um, but I'm going to quote something from Neil Stratton. He is the CEO and founder of Inside the League. Um, and I retweeted this, but this is it. Not sure who needs to hear this, but some hashtag NFL draft fans would be completely blown away if they could see all 32 team sports. Some would be very different from their favorite writer's board. And the kicker, those teams might even be right. I'm the queen of sarcasm and Neil kind of gets me, so I got I got it, but that kind of leads into our first conversation. So Higgins, I'll let you take it from there. That's that's something that I probably see every day. You know, I, I'm on Twitter a lot, so I see a lot of different articles being put out. I see a lot of different 
um, stories being put out from different draft guys or draft experts. And well, the first thing I always think of is, okay, I wonder which agent is paying them. <laughs> Cause it's really? always funny. Like, you know, you, you see, you see certain writers, you know, they, they tend to push out certain stories based on who rep that guy or who rep those players. So mm-hmm. it's always the first thing that I'm kind of chuckled at. Like, okay. You know, that person always put out articles on this certain agency's players or whatnot. So, and then the second thing is just, you know, just kind of going back through their tweets or, you know, their articles from the previous draft and see, you know, how close were they or how accurate were they just to kind of get an idea of who you're dealing with, right? So mm-hmm. it's always funny that <laughs> um, a lot of fans put a lot of stock into these different writers mm-hmm. and honestly none of the writers are in the draft room right so you know it's like yes. it's not, these people you know they have no more no more you know they don't know any more than you do as far as who that team is gonna take right it's just their job to pretty much you know put something out right and and entertain to a certain degree and I think a lot of fans, you know, they get real caught up in that. And for me, you know, I, I just sit back and laugh, especially when they don't have anything to do with one of my guys. If I don't have a dog in the race, then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, hey, okay, all right, I'll see you. So you think so-and-so is going to, okay. I saw something the other day. Actually, it was a, another agent, too, um, posted something about one of their players is going to, like, put up some crazy numbers doing pro day and I'm like dang I hope that player don't see that and start believing it because now it's like if it don't happen homeboy gonna be looking for a new agent so I mean it, it's always I just find it funny for me I don't really take it too serious how about you um I mean let me question you now because that's that's freestyle night what do you feel about the big ones like ESPN, all of those? How much stock would you put at that, um, in your opinion? For me, I, I you know, I, and I've I dealt with this a couple of years ago. So, just funny story here. <laughs> so, I had, a, I, had a, I had a guy. Hashtag so, Higgins funny story. Right. So, I signed a player, you know, we're all excited. And during the initial conversations with the player and family, you know, I'm kind of filling them out as far as what they've been hearing or what they think um, about his draft stock. And everyone's on the same page, late mm-hmm. round, fifth, sixth round type guy. So Wait, okay, let cool. me let me interrupt, which is key in representation. Everyone has to be on the same page. Continue. Right. right. So, you know, I'm like, OK, cool. You know, we all I got the same feedback. You got it. The same feedback. So we're good. So obviously, you know, you hope throughout the process that changes and, you know, the player goes higher. Mm-hmm. So we're like maybe mid-February now at this point. So God been working out, but nothing has really happened as far as the draft process itself. So no mm-hmm. pro day, no no combine yet, nothing like it's that. It's already past All-Star games. Yeah. Right. So it's past All-Star games. Player didn't play in an All-Star game or anything. So uh, Mel Kuyper puts out a mock draft so Mel Kuyper puts out a mock draft and Mel Kuyper puts the player mocks the player in the first round 
Yes. So now, you know, I'm a young agent, you know, and this is my client and Mel Kuyper just put them in the first round. So I'm excited. I'm like calling all my friends like, yeah, you know, Mel just put my player in the first round Mm -hmm. and, you know, everything's great. And then my mentor, I called Mm -hmm. him and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, hey, man, Mel just put my, you know, my guy in the first round. And he's like, good luck. Your life's fucked. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, shit's about to get real. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this is great. Like, this is what you want. He's like, no, it's not. Because now things are going to change. That that initial conversation you had with that player and the family and everyone was on the same page. Now that they see this, everyone's mindset is going to be different now. Mm-hmm. Like now they're going to go back and want to bring, come back to the table with other demands and they're going to want other things that they initially didn't even want as the agent. You know, we talk to our clients, you know, often throughout this pre-draft process. So I think for very us, often, right. Very often. So I think for us, you know, a lot of times our clients are fine after they talk to us. I think it's the people around them that we don't talk to often that kind of brings it back up. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you get those parents that they're watching ESPN, they're they're reading all the tweets, you know, they're the ones basically, you know, they have the time of day to sit there and read every article or, you know, look at every tweet and start following different draft people. So now they're saying, hey, you know, you're projecting first round now. The player, a, a lot of time, the player don't even know. They're training two, three times a day. They may not know until, you know, a friend may text them and be like, hey, man, I saw your name on ESPN. You're going first round. So now it's brought to their attention. Uh, so just going into our next uh, little topic here, right? So obviously, normally around this time, we're gearing up for the combine and, you know, all the agents are up in Indy. And along with the combine each year, we have one of our agent seminars. So as agents, we're required by the NFLPA to attend at least one seminar. And so one of those is always uh, basically at the combine. Right, at the same convention center downtown. Obviously, this year with the combine not being held there, you know, the agent seminar is not being held um, as well. So we have a virtual um, seminar. This year. Right. So we have a virtual seminar. And actually, I, I enjoy going. I, I enjoy going to those seminars uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I get to see some of my, you know, close agent friends. It's only like two or three, but we get to see each other because obviously everyone don't live in Florida. So, um, you know. You should. Um, yeah, they should, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and two, I like being in the room. You know I, you know how sometimes people say, I wish I, I could be a flower on a wall in that room. Yeah, if you ever want to be, have. I always say I want the Harry Potter invisibility cloak. <laughs> yeah, that's my version so, of the fly. So obviously I'm going to miss being in the room when we have this agent seminar um, tomorrow, right? being that it's online, because I don't think it's going to be as emotional right no people aren't walking up to the mic waiting in the line right so normally so basically <laughs> if i could paint a picture for those of you that have never been okay right, here we you have go. a large auditorium right yeah um, just a big conference room right so no, not even conference. yeah so a big conference room we're going through an agenda and there's different topics each year that's been talked about that has to be 
you know, voted on or that has to be brought up or mentioned. So for me, I always kind of look at the agenda and pick one or two topics that I want to make sure I'm around during that time span. Doing, you know, I don't, I don't want to be caught in the bathroom. I don't want to be, you know, going to get a snack when they're having this conversation. So I remember a couple of years ago, um, the hot conversation was about agents having to retake or take a quiz. Well, continuing uh, uh, continue, education. There you go. Continuing education. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was in the room and it started getting juicy. So I started like, <laughs> I was like, you know how like imagine being in middle this school. This is before TikTok. About, right. So a fight's about to break and you're in middle school and everyone's taking their phones out and you're ready. Like you're ready to make sure you get everything. <laughs> and <laughs> So for me, it's it was, infamous. It really is. Right. So it was it was funny to see like the difference in attitudes from the older agents, like the veteran agents that's been in the game for 15, 20, 25, 30 years versus the attitudes of the younger agents like myself. You know, we're four or five years in. So we feel like, you know what? All right. If I got to take a little quiz, the continue my education for you not a big as long as i don't gotta go into dc i'm gucci exactly as long as i don't have to fly back out and get a hotel and all that i I was fine with it i'm good but the guys that haven't sat down for a test in 20 years oh it was a big problem where we're at so pro day schedule is out now i saw draft diamonds did a great great job at uh, posting when the pro days are. So shout out to Damon and Draft Diamonds for that. Um, if you want to see when the pro days are going to be, um, you can go on Draft Diamonds and see that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're we're there. Players are training. You know, there is no combine pu- uh, publicly. They're probably, they're not going to really announce uh, their procedures until it's official and they push it out. Um, it's one of those things. Uh, as of right now, you know, with the pro days, they're going to be kind of as is, right? Yeah, the most definitely. Um, I know that memo went out for us about a month ago um, as far as from the NFL PA and the NFL on some of their procedures. So, um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the the schedule now. Are you at, are you attending any pro days? Probably will be at Virginia. Okay, okay, Virginia. So that's March twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's pretty good. I normally try to attend one or two local pro days. So even if I don't have a client at the school, um, each year, you know, I try to FAU or USF or UCF. Um, it's one of the. It's a good time to speak to the underclassmen mm-hmm. as well. You know, they're always around cheering on their their brothers or their teammates um, yeah but covid uh, protocols right so it's that's what i'm saying so this year with covid protocols and you know i'm not even sure if teams or schools are allowed to have those underclassmen around yeah Um, and i mean in all honesty some schools don't even want agents there so yeah oh yeah well i mean that's every year right (laughs) yeah i mean i wasn't even (laughs) allowed in indiana last year if they were to have one so Right. That's how, and I always find that weird. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Right. Like what? What the agent's gonna do? Like what are you afraid is gonna happen? Somebody ruined it for everybody. (laughs) 
it's always that one person that I mean they should just ban that one person, right? I mean they're probably already banned. Yeah, probably. I, knowing some of the agents though, I'm I'm pretty sure it has something to do with trying to hand over a bag of money to some underclassmen. <laughs> Stay in that's your what, area. That's what the, hey, I mean, we're keeping it a hundred, right? That's what the schools are afraid of. They're yeah. afraid of with my underclassmen, guys that still have eligibility, with them being around and you're an agent and a lot of agents, you know, they like to, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, let me take you to dinner or I'm in town. Let's let's grab lunch. So yeah. now you're putting that kid eligibility at risk. So I think yeah. that's the reason that schools are hesitant sometimes about letting agents in. But but I think there's a way that you can I don't want to say regulated, but you know, you can make sure that it's compliant. So the good don't suffer with the bad, right? Yeah, I mean, I really, I, I believe that. I really do. Definitely, most definitely. But yeah, that's where we're at. 2022 recruiting. I think that's something too we really haven't touched on. Um, I, I get asked a lot from friends, from some of my friends in the media. Um, even tonight I was talking to some friends and they were like, so what's up with, you know, everything with the draft? And I said, okay, well, pretty much everyone that I recruited in 20 for 2021 is using their extra year of eligibility. So they'll be in 2022. So that's where I'm at. Um, I was honest with each and every one and each and every one had a completely different situation, different school, different conference, different position for the most part. And that's just what it is. And at the end of the day, it's their job um, as young men to make a decision for themselves. It's not my job. Um, it, my job is to advise them on you know, where they're projected if they were to come out this year and where they might be next year. And I say might, and that's the truth because I can't guarantee anything. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm keeping up with everybody um, in a good place, you know, still keeping up, talking, um, talking to some parents and, you know, pretty good. I think it, it's a good place. Uh, I know that we got some football going in now with the FCS. I actually haven't caught anything, but I don't know, Higgins, where are you at? Uh, well, I mean, you're probably a little further along than I am. I haven't spoken to any parents. I know we both, um, towards the end of last year, doing our recap, said that mm -hmm. we wanted to get a jump, an earlier jump on recruiting. So um, that's something that I'm making an effort of. Right, right now, I'm in the process of putting together a short list, 25 to 30 guys that, you know, I kind of want to start the season off by taking a look at. Um, just updating school changes. A lot of mm -hmm. a couple guys that's on that list have changed schools. Yes. Um, so I'm just keeping track of that, making sure I have updated contact information, guys changing phone numbers, you know, parents' numbers, things like that, um, constantly changing. So I'm pretty much trying to, you know, by by mid-March, hopefully have a list so that way I can catch a couple of spring games if I'm able to do that in early April or during April. Um, you know, just to see those guys firsthand and then just start reaching out, you know. So um, for me, that that's why I'm at right now, just putting together a contact list and updating mm -hmm. that. Last topic we have for this show, advice for agents taking the NFLPA exam this summer. 
I know it's supposed to happen. I don't necessarily know when. Um, I believe it's going to be um, online. Uh, so it's not the full experience, but we just want to give some advice to those agents. Cause I have, I've talked to a couple, um, potential future agents, um, which I have no doubt that they will pass, but, um, advice. So at this point in time, I was studying, like I was studying hard, um, I was not spending like all day studying, but I was definitely like allocating time on the weekends. Um, I was tabbing my CVA, as everyone knows, I'm an organizational freak, but I was just making sure that I knew like basic concepts. Um, but I also did uh, work with Neil at Inside the League. But he does a great job at giving you a pretest, and if you want uh, study materials. But what were you doing, Higgins? Oh, let's see. Da, 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 da. He probably didn't even open the damn CBA. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I did open it. I, I didn't open it early. I'm, I'm gonna admit, because uh, at the time I was still in grad school. So yeah, I was, I was too, and I was working right. So two I, I was jobs. finishing grad school. Um, graduation was in May. So I was, I was busy trying to tie up everything and make sure I write my own 50 page um, <laughs> research papers and all of that stuff. Yeah, me too, but I still but I think I opened my CBA and the sources book sometime in like late April, right? So I think I okay. opened in late April because I figured, because I'm one of those people that if I study long for a test, I think I'm going to overdo it, mm-hmm. right? If I start out too early, I think it's just... I'm, I'm going to overdo it and I'm not going to be as laser focused. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I, I, I like to, anytime I'm taking like an exam or, you know, when I was taking ACT or SAT or GRE or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I like to do it within a 30 day window. Like, I, I feel like 30 I'm a 60, me, 90 person. Okay. 60, 90. Everybody's different. <laughs> right. Everyone's different. So I'm, I'm a 30 day person. Like, I feel like within 30 days, I'm laser focused. Like I know. Okay, look, is like a month. smart. Right. So for me, I opened it in April. Right. And I was trying to think of different ways that I could go about it. Like you said, am I going to do the tabs? Am I just going to do highlighters? Am I going to try to do this or do this? so I decided I did tabs, but then the tabs that I did after like two weeks, they started like balling up or like ring. So I had to untab it and restart. I had to go buy new tabs and like with the plastic. So I had paper tabs at first, right? Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't working. I don't know why it wasn't working. So I retabbed and then I also somehow I think one of my buddies converted it to um, electronic. Mm-hmm. So that made it a little easier. So if you're able to convert your CBA to electronic, well, they should have it now, right? Electronic version. I think that helps oh. because you can search keywords, right? So you can just go to the top of the page and search, you know, rookie mini Yeah, I don't, I disagree with that statement though. No, I think you, like you need to, I, no, I, I think you can have an electronic version, but I think you need to be confident enough that you're not searching words that you're knowing where you're going to look. So like, you're not like, if a question is looking for like, um, practice squad salary where like you're not like salary. And then you're like, Oh shit, I need practice squad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like right. you don't, I- 
and, and that's different ways to do it. Like maybe you can color code it, right? So anything that deals with salary have a different color um, tab. Anything mm-hmm. that deals with, um, you know, suspensions or fines or things like that, maybe you put that in a different color. Um, Just open the CBA <laughs> and start taking <laughs> some practice tests. It's yeah, it's of- a lot. It's a lot. But I do agree with you as far as um, inside the league. Most definitely, it was very helpful. Um, shout out to Neil. I know he's been um, very instrumental in a lot of young agents um, as far as getting to where we are and helping us along the way. Yes, and the best you. part about Neil and what he done, it doesn't just stop after you become an agent. It's someone that you can reach out to, you know. He looks out for everybody. Right, he looks out. You know, it can be two years later, and even though you're not still paying for inside the league, you know, he'll share information with you. You know, he'll give you his advice or whatever it is. So it's not like, oh, yeah, you know, you've paid me, and now you're no longer paying me. Why are you asking me questions? So he's not like that at all. So, you know, that's very big. So if if you're able to, definitely want to make sure you know, you subscribe and, you know, you pay that monthly fee for um, inside the league. It's well worth it. Even after you become an agent, there's a lot of information on there. Um, player contact information, parent contact. Team, um, scouts, scouts, everything. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's huge. It's a one-stop shop. I mean, I, that's one of the first places I go when I'm recruiting for the next year. Because I know they have like the ITL top 250, mm-hmm. ITL top 100 list of guys so i definitely always try to go through each school and look at okay who do they have coming back what are the stats from last year you know if they made all conference things like that um all that is there so yeah so i mean well are you doing anything this weekend um no same thing as last weekend working out being normal wrapping for you know just just being great you hyped me up today, so I'm feeling a little, a okay, little good. Okay, there you go, there you go. <laughs> what about you? No, um, I was initially going to my brother's first game, but the other team forfeited their spring season, so I'll be home okay. um, this weekend. So hopefully, I'll be able to catch this game in two weeks. Um, they're playing Alabama and them. They're playing Mississippi Valley State in two okay. weeks, so I'll be in Mississippi. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait to hear about it. Almost definitely. I think it's my first time. It's going to be my first time in Mississippi. I've never been to Mississippi either. Yeah, I've never been. So I got to find somewhere nice to eat. So if you're from Mississippi or in that Mississippi area. DM us and let us know where to eat. Let us know where I I can eat some good food. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I think the show went well today. Yeah, we didn't know what the hell we were doing, but this is what y'all got. And I think it was pretty damn good some good information given out for free mm-hmm. <laughs> so be sure to subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast platform each and every friday morning again shout out to my man damon over at nfl draft diamond so if you need draft information or you know you're one of those people that you like you like the mock drafts and you enjoy them or you want to know when the pro days are Right. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Pro Day schedules are already up. They're going to be updating it if anything changes at all. So definitely check out um, DraftDiamonds.com. And as always, help me help you. Show me the money.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.